So here we are again, Chris. Living room 101. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's us again, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, we're here. We're here and we're doing another uh, podcast. Back in the living room. Back in the living room, indeed. Um, we should probably just get into it. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, why not? Um, I've just realised something, though, just before we get into it. At some point, we're going to have to do episode 101. We're going to have to make that a really good episode. Yeah, we will. Special guests, uh, maybe sound effects. Yeah, little bit of foley. A little bit of foley. Um, yeah. What episode is this? Fifty-two. Ooh, not far off. <laughs> <laughs> but halfway there, <laughs> literally, not quite literally. Um, so who's going first, man? Um, I think you should. Really? Yeah, I feel like you've got. I feel like you've got a good one. Okay, yeah. I sense it. I'll go then. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what it is, Chris, um, basically it's all Tupperware. All Tupperware? Yeah. Mm, Okay, I'm going to take some convincing here. Okay. Go on. So um, the reason I've come to this conclusion that it all should be um, put into Living Room 101 is the fact that um, I can never find a lid, okay? (laughs) Like, and I've I've canvassed... um, people on this mm-hmm. um so i was talking to my brother about it and uh he's i mean he's exactly the same boat and everyone i've talked to has the same problem mm-hmm. that you've got it you've got your little drawer or your space of the cupboard for your mm-hmm. tupperware containers mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and you've got the lids there as well um but over time they kind of get separated yeah yeah and once those that lid is separated from that tupperware it is very very difficult to get them to match up again yeah, and you know, and the, the probably the worst aspect of this is that you are sure you you'll get a Tupperware container, you get a lid, and possibly yeah. you might not even try putting them together mm. because you're you confident. Just think, well, that's, you just think that's the lid. They that's look, the lid. Of course they, it is. They look the same size. They're the same size. They're the same design. All that kind of stuff. That'll be the lid, right? I'm going to fill me Tupperware container with my stuff. Uh, go for the lid. Bang. That's not the lid, <laughs> but, it's, but it's but it's almost the lid. Exactly, it's it's almost the lid, and you're like you're even looking at the physics of why is that not shutting onto that container because it's exactly the right size mm. and it's not sh- it's still not shutting. Why is it? And you're going like this third corner. What the what the? F-? <laughs> and then you just think that's not the lid. It's so similar size. And like in what kind of universe is anyone producing Tupperware? Yeah, that is just slightly either bigger or smaller than its fellow Tupperware container. Do you know what I mean? Like, on what universe, what planet is that happening? You know what I mean? I'll tell you what planet, our planet, and it's <laughs> happening a lot. Planet Earth. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, okay, okay. I mean, you know, obviously I can empathise with this. I, I've got two particular Tupperwares that really pretend that they're the other one, you know, so often you're like, it's the lid for the other one. And it's the pressy downy round, the pressy downy, pushy roundy, twisty round, push, 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 twisty, push, push. It's just not going on. No, it's Tupperware twins. Yeah. They're Tupperware Tupperware twins. twins. And all like all identical twins. They're just a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll tell you what I, I'll tell well, I, uh, I've done a couple of different things. In my previous kitchen, there was quite a good system in place where there was a pulley-outy drawer that I think was actually supposed to be used for for bins. So there was two sections with a kind of 
a well, a bin, I guess, without the bin bag in. And what I did was one half I put the bodies, the other half I put the, the lids. Yeah. Um, so it kept them at least a little bit, you know, not not all over the place, a little bit organized. Mm, um, but you're not trying to still trying to fit the lids onto the, you know, the container. Yeah, but Okay, well, this brings me on to my second point. Really, this is what I've done. There's really only one or two that I actually use. And the reason I use them, I know what the lids are. I know yeah. the lids. And I know mm. the lids because they're colored. Yeah. What, what, why? Mm. Why must all Tupperware, most yeah. Tupperware, just be that, that Tupperware color, that slightly opaque yeah. Tupperware thing? Why, why, why don't they color code them more? I know. I've been in households like, you know, um, maybe an Airbnb situation or mm. a friend's house where you'll see the colouring going on and you think, wow, that is mm. – I'm really sort of envious of that. I just mm. think you've nailed your Tupperware dilemma there. That's great. Yeah. But um, but I think more often than not, I think, you know, this is, this is just – um, causing so much many problems for people, you know, and it's like you you losing you losing day like over a lifetime of trying mm. to do this, you are losing days of your life. Yeah, it's days of your life that you're looking for those lids in that kind of cupboard, and it's so frustrating. And the reason that I've like thought right, that's it for Tupperware, mm. like it's got to all go in. It's just is there's I can't see a remedy for it. I can't see because mm. even if I and I know well we have tried and you know they'll come out and then we'll spend time to match them up and say right that's it they're matched now. Let's not try yeah, but- and deviate from this. And but it always will. It always will. And it's yeah, a bit how like can when- you you can't keep them matched. The only time that they're matched exactly. is when yeah. they're they're yeah. in you know in in, in some kind of carnal embrace you know. But, yeah, but exactly. what what I um okay here's what I propose now. To say this, I, I don't think I could do this in real life, right? Because mm. what needs to happen is some little sticker system where it's got the same sticker on the lid as the body. Mm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. how in, in Ryman's, you'll get a little round colored sticker. You need to yeah. dot that on the on the top yeah. and then on the side. A bit like when me and my brothers all got Swiss Army knives when... Yeah. We were about, you know, eight. Let's put mm. me at eight. And um, and my dad was like, well, these are all exactly the same. They're that, you know, burgundy color of a Swiss army knife. So he did he did little mm. different numbers of little white dots on, on each for, for yeah. me and my brothers. But I think sort of fair enough if you're kids and you're sort of wanting to um, differentiate your Swiss army knife, fair enough. Mm. But if you're, if you're just a normal adult and you're kind of – you know, you've got a life and like, if you're spending quite a lot of time just either color coding or sort of like writing numbers mm. on mm. stickers and then numbers. And put it, mm. putting them on, putting them on like the base and then the lid of the Tupperware containers and lid, it, you can't do that, can you? Because you might as well just shoot yourself afterwards well, having done it, you know, well, I mean, or get a divorce or, you mm-hmm. know, just have a breakdown. Because like, because <laughs> the point at which you sort of like snap out of that and like, go, what am I doing? Well, what am I actually doing? Yeah, but I mean, picture the scene, right? Imagine this, okay? So you're at you're at you're at work. You, you, maybe you're with someone you slightly admire, yeah. Um, and you've made your pasta puttanesca, right? And <laughs> you, it's lunch. You're hungry. You think, oh, here we go. Um, I've got my fork. Here we go, and I'll get out my Tupperware. Just chatting, 
chatting with mm. my my colleague here. And um, yeah, God, I'm quite looking forward to this Putinesque. That was, that was a good one last night. Hopefully the flavor is mm. really mellowed. And you take it out and then your colleague spots that on your Tupperware. Yeah, exactly. There's a little red dot on the top with a number three. Mm. And you can see the colleague thinking, that's weird, what's that little sticker? And then your colleague just spots on the body mm. of the Tupperware a, a corresponding little red sticker with a three on it. And yeah. Um, yeah. I imagine they get up and walk off. They just walk off. They just walk I mean, off. And, and also, like if, if you'd been cultivating that office relationship for for many months, if not a year, you know, like just yeah, sort of, yeah. you know, just having that kind of, um, lunchtime interaction where you think this could develop into something either like, you know, just a really fulfilling friendship mm, mm. or, or something more, you know, um, who's to say, <laughs> you, know, you know, let's get fruity. But, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then the stickers come out, the stickers come out and then there's the walk off. Well, either way, either way, the whole thing and that's done. That's a year. That's a year of your life gone. <laughs> no, no, no. It's and- taking away like whole, you know, time of our lives. It's just, it's just robbing, mm-hmm. robbing us of that. And, that, of and that that, time. let's face it, you, you'd know that they were right. They were right to do that. They were totally in the right. And at that point, if you hadn't spotted it yourself just after doing it and you'd kind of gone a bit self-satisfied with it, um, at that point when they, you get the walk off, you just think, oh God, they're so right. And you probably just jump out the window. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd mm-hmm. eat the pasta first? Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, I think you would. Yeah. I think you would. It's a, it's a final meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I, I propose something else then, right? What Go about, it's the, it's the mishmash, isn't it? It's The problem is the mishmash. What if, okay, a slightly lesser version of the person who would put a stickers corresponding on the lid and the body, is mm. what about a getting just one type? I'm thinking, mm. actually, of those... Put on top clicky sideies, yeah, I know, yeah, um, and getting maybe like four of those in slightly different sizes. I imagine you can buy that in a kind of a pack, and that that's mm. it. They're your only Tupperware. You you can't get them mixed up. You've only got four. Um, you know, yeah. you, you know, wouldn't that? But work? Like, well, we've got this thing where because we have to take out food for for Stan, you know, and and so you need you need varying sizes. Mm-hmm. Like and quite mm-hmm. considerably varying. So you need your you need your Tupperware for his main, like whatever that is, a sandwich, um, and then you need like a medium for like the side, which is like a veg, like beans, mm. um, broccoli or, maybe, or broccoli maybe, or like carrot batons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, batons, mm. and then you've got like um, another little one. Possibly for a bit of fruit, like um, blueberries, <laughs> blueberries, <laughs> or grapes, and um, so you need the different sizes. That's the thing. It's, I mean, ugh, I just don't know what to do. Raspberries, maybe. Raspberries, and you know, very. He doesn't really like them. The seeds get in his teeth. Oh, uh, really? Um, I'm with, I'm with him on that. Right. In fact, raspberries don't taste as good as they used to. They taste of water now. No, 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 no. Not yeah, true. They're hot housed. Hot housed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, what I think a, a, a raspberry really, how I would describe the taste, creamy. You describe the raspberry taste as creamy. Mm. I'd say more bitty. No, no, no. I quite like a sort of a, a smush down on the tongue, releasing that creamy raspberry flavour. 
you're getting some really jazzy razzies from somewhere. Do you know what? My, uh, my parents have actually got a little raspberry plant. Actually, some friends of mine bought them. And um, I had a couple of, I mean, t- tiddlers. They were tiddlers. But uh, yeah. yeah, they were good. I suppose, yeah. you know. in Glasgow. Aye. Wow. Well, not really Glasgow, but just outside. On the West Coast. I know, growing raspberries. Who'd have thought it? Although there is wine happening up there now. Is it? Yeah, I've heard. Where? Where? I've heard tell. I think there's a Scottish wine. Really? That must taste I think like so. piss, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's quite fizzy. <laughs> I don't know why you'd bother with that. You just have the Scottish seafood and then have a French wine with it. Yum. Mm. As it happens, though, Chris, there's a sort of little microclimate as you go... A bit further north, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm told. Well, the, 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 the village at the very north of the Isle of Arran, Lochranza, has funny, it's got quite a lot of tropical plants. It's got a yeah. really funny little microclimate there. Gulf Stream, isn't it? Gulf Stream. Woohoo! My favourite kind of stream, actually. <laughs> Is the it? Gulf. Yeah. It's while we're talking about Gulf Streams, I think we should just take a moment to talk about these orcas. Have you been reading about this? No, I haven't. I suddenly thought we might have talked about it before. <laughs> but anyway, you don't remember, so hopefully no one else does. But mm. you haven't heard about these? There's these, I think they now think it is four orcas. Oh, and they're they, attacking boats? They're attacking boats. In the Bay of Biscay? Aye. All the way up the, yeah. the coast of uh, Spain, like the west coast of Spain, and I think some of France as well. And they yeah. just have had it with boats. Yeah. They've had it. No, I've They've had it. They've attacked like 50 boats. Yeah, and like all these experts saying, we just thought that was nonsense. We thought people were scared, you know, because they play and they splish and splash, and they're quite big. But now they're really going for these boats, and I just really love those guys. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but then it's you know, like a I don't know, I quite like people who are in the boats though as well. Mm -hmm. Like, like yeah, if something bad happened to them, you know, that would be quite sad. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really like them as well. They're nice. Yeah, but um. But they have gotten just a really good story out of it. Um, yeah, no, I true. Just, yeah. I, I just really like the pluck of the orcas. I don't think they should be killing people. No, thank you. I would give them a severe telling off for that, like a proper rap on the fin. But um, Indeed. But playing around, giving people a scare, I mean, that's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah. Did you ever see that? I think it's a shark eating a bird off the kind of off the just off the surface of the water, um, yeah. and the bird like tries to fly off, but uh oh, sharky's got your wing, mate. Oh no! Oh, that's absolutely horrifying. That's pretty horrible, isn't it? <laughs> I can just imagine that the flapping. Oh, I bet the flapping oh, oh. is frantic. Was the frantic flapping? I'm afraid so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Oh dear. It's genuinely traumatic. It is. It sticks, sticks with you, doesn't it? <sighs> anyway, we're setting ourselves up for the old man in the sea, aren't we? Um, oh, lovely segue. We are. We're sea chat. Mm. Is that our yeah. new book club podcast that's coming very soon? Yeah, it is. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah. How do we get on to Orcas? Um, just oh, I really side set. Yeah, it was Gulfstream. But why are we yeah, talking yeah. about the Gulfstream? Tupperwares. It was Stan, Stan and his raspberries. Yes, and the raspberries. But So there's my dilemma. I need different sizes. Um, I, I, what so, are you talking about? Um, I'm offering you different sizes. That's exactly what I'm offering you. Yeah, but have you got a really small one? Yes, I've got a really small one. I've got okay, a fairly yeah. big one, then slightly smaller, then slightly smaller again. And listen up, mm. that last one, really small. Okay. Um, I mean, so what, what you I, will have to I, resist, though, is the mm. temptation 
sort of get a takeaway or one of those little paellas yeah. you get in Tesco that come in a really mm. good Tupperware. Yeah. And you think, I'm going to keep it. And that's how yeah. you end up with all those lids and all those Tupperwares, you know. You've got to you've resist hit. that. You've got to be and like, I, mm-mm. You, you've hit the nail on the head, though. That's mm. that's what's happened. Yeah. They're, they're a wash in our cupboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I think that's a great idea you've, you've, you've proposed. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it won't go in then? Well, I mean, even even if I were to put it in, I don't really understand. Like, what would you do? What would you do with no Tupperware? Bags? What, put your spaghetti bolognese in a bag? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't thought this through. No, I think it's actually... I don't think it would be... But it could be... um, To be honest. Baguette bolognese. Baguette bolognese with, like, spag bol in a baguette. Oh, in a bag. In a bag. In a bag, yeah. In a bag, baguette hey, spolonaise. I tell you what, though, wouldn't that be quite good? Like a baguette, sort of pull out some of that <laughs> middle fluffy bit of bread and put in yeah. some spag bol, and then like yeah. a lovely layer of cheese, and then maybe some rocket on top. I'm not actually, sure about pasta and bread together. That's like a car. No, 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 no. Sorry, I didn't overdrive. mean. I, I just actually meant the um, the ragu, just the sauce. You mean the bolognese? Sorry, the bolognese, the bolognese yeah. sauce. And you mean the bolognese? Yeah, I mean the bolognese. Yeah. Um, are you, yeah, it sounds great, and um, I really like the um, reference to pulling out the fluffy bit. Are you? <laughs> so if you have, if you're making your um, DIY baguette, that mm. will be your mo. Will it just like pulling out a bit of fluff to make room for the content? Uh, not always, but in this situation, I think so. We're going to need a bit of a boat there to to hold the. Uh, yeah. The bolognese. Bolognese. I don't think I can ever resist pulling out a bit of fluff just to... Um, uh, it's also really delicious, just, that fluff. Well, it's so delicious, isn't it? And then yeah. you just sort of... It's a little hors d'oeuvre treat to the main uh, baguette event, mm, isn't it? Mm, I mean... It is. um, <laughs> so what do you reckon? Should we set up a food stall together? Do you want to start what? next week? Maybe Doing like... Meet at... at um, Oh, I suppose it's not a great time for setting up a food store. Maybe in the new year, we could see if we get a spot in one of the London markets, maybe Broadway yeah. market and um, yeah. start selling baguette bolognese. <laughs> well, are we going to call it baguette spolognese or baguette mm, bolognese? Well, we're not actually going to put the spaghetti in, are we? No, we're not. So we, it's, it's baguette bolognese. Yeah. Bolognese. 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 Yeah. <laughs> You in? Well, I'm, I'm in. Okay, wicked. We'll do that. Let's do that. We'll do yeah. that maybe around March when things start yeah. looking up. Wicked. Cool. March March is the sort of season for Bolognese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Famously, yeah. Famously. Yeah. Um, it hasn't gone in, has it? It, it hasn't had, gone in. No, no. It, to, to, be, it. to be honest, it was never going in. I mean, I knew what you were going to come with, but... Okay, I, here's the thing. Can I just give myself a little chance of putting all those takeaway ones in? Oh, that's good. Mm. So all the takeaway ones will disappear from people's cupboards. Yeah. But what about people that have only got those takeaway ones? Also, I don't know, it is like quite eco, isn't it, to reuse? I suppose so. Nah. Okay. <laughs> nice <laughs> try, though. So I'm just going to have to, because none of the things that you suggested I'm actually going to do. Why not? Um, because it's taking time away from living life, isn't it? Okay, right. Just try and try and promise me this, or at least think about this, right? Next mm. time you're going past one of those shops that where you see 
those clicky sets. They're yeah. in every supermarket if you go to the right bit. Mm. If you're mm. passing one, just buy one. I know you won't yeah, want to okay. spend six quid on some Tupperware, yeah. but just get it. And then when you get home, throw all the others away. Um, the thing is, we've got we've got clicky set in amongst all the rest. Well, you're going to have to fish that clicky set out. Yeah. Make it a game. Make it a game with Stan separating mm. the Tupperwares. You'll love it. Yeah. I should just order it, but, you know, it is taking time away from um, badminton, you know. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think you've got some – I think you've got some time in your day. Probably probably right, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got for me? Um, it's people who haven't seen The Office. <laughs> um, yeah. And I do – I I haven't seen a huge amount of The US Office, but I, what I have seen, I really like it. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of mean, keep meaning to get into it in a kind of obsessive way. But I mm. do mean the UK one. Um, yeah. And it's just come to my attention in these past few weeks that there are some people. I mean, it mm. was on quite a long time ago now that haven't yeah. seen it. And I don't really see how that's acceptable. And yeah. I want to put that in Living Room 101. So everyone has seen it. Yeah. I Yeah, I've, I've met a couple of people like that as well who say they haven't seen it um, oh, you can't them at face value don't you? you you have as well but you do kind of I I sort of question it immediately I can't think <laughs> um, either you're lying or or what's happened it's like odd isn't it it's really odd just, like when someone I, I, one would, of it, to me it's like someone saying I've never eaten a slice of cake my reaction yeah, is just yeah. like why not why not, <laughs> well, why not? You know what, I mean? like, um, what, what, do you, what do you mean you haven't had a slice of cake? What, what, what do you mean you haven't yeah. seen the office? What, what, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think I understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's made me think of this thing. Like um, my mate Tom told me that he was talking to this girl once, and um, he was he was because he's really into music, you know, and he's mm. he's, a, he's he plays the piano, um, mm. and he's um, uh, big into his music, and um, he's talking to this girl. Who's, and he started talking about it, and she said, "Oh, oh, I don't really like music." <laughs> he was like, "He was like, like all music? Like <laughs> you don't like any music?" <laughs> like, what again? Like what? What do, yeah. you, what do you mean? Like uh, what do you mean? Like I get like I'm not really that into me. Like I don't spend much time no. thinking about it or reading, about it, but <laughs> you do don't like really like it. it, yeah. But, and then. And then I, I had a conversation with this um, again. It was like, it was a woman, but it was someone I was working with um, um, on the campsite when I was a. Uh, um, oh, when you were a seasonette. <laughs> seasonette. <laughs> but anyway, she. Um, okay. We were talking about um, films, like in the group of us, and um, and she said, like, oh, I don't really like films. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, it was like the music thing. Yeah, it's like Michael Owen. Do you know about Michael Owen? <laughs> <laughs> he said on Twitter that he didn't he didn't like films and everyone was like, What are you talking about? And then so he started documenting that when he'd watch films and I think he went on a flight, so we watched the film, he said, I've now seen four films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But you see, so like she was saying it because she she's very talkative, yeah. Mm. And she said like she didn't like going to the cinema because she couldn't talk oh. for ages. Oh, and um so I thought at least there's a reason behind it, you know, in that yeah. way. But that yeah. Michael Owen thing, it, that's the sort of thing that you start to think about <laughs> when someone says they haven't seen The Office because you start to think about, well, you've obviously 
you must be really driven in in something that you do, like your occupation. Like hmm. Michael Owen is football, isn't it? And he'd be just training all the time. He just you know he doesn't watch films. Fair enough. Yeah. But um, you know, and like <laughs> well, that's the thing about you footballers, think, they're not training all the time. They've famously got loads of free time. That's why they were like, gambling addictions. I guess. Well, he's too busy on the roulette wheel, wasn't he? I think he's, but um, yeah, yeah, or watching football probably. That's what goes through my head. Is like you must be like a, I don't know, sort of maybe trying out for the Olympic rowing team. And so you have to get up, like basically all your sort of spare time is just taken up with rowing out on the, on, mm. you're out on the water basically mm-hmm. most of the time. So you haven't got time to, to be watching the office, you know? Yeah. And that's, but that's kind of going through my head when people say they haven't seen it. So, I mean, this, this, this came up because um, an ex flatmate of mine, he once said, this was only a couple of years ago, you know, like <laughs> he said a lot of opportunity to watch the office and yeah. it, it came up that he hadn't seen the office. And I, I was like, <laughs> You know, I was a little bit like that. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe properly. And uh, yeah. he said, I, I, and he is quite, you know, like he, he said, I hate that kind of, it's too much for him. He couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the cringe, the cringe oh, yeah. nature of it. And so I sort yeah. of had to accept that. I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. I do mm. get that for some people that is just too uncomfortable and it's just not an enjoyable watch. But so yeah. I'll, let, I'll let off maybe 5% of the people. But but then I was talking about this with Bruce, friend of friend of the show. You're a friend of mine, Bruce McKinnon, yeah. the actor yeah. and writer. And Brucey yeah. is in an episode, so he's in the um, the Red Nose Day episode. He, oh, right. He comes in with um, he calls himself Nathan Stephen Merchant. Uh, yeah. Stephen Merchant comes in, and then there's Bruce, who's the other tall guy, and then there's someone else, I think, and they chat with him. So he's in, like you know, he's in it for a couple of minutes, but. Mm. So the Bruce, because it's on his CV and stuff, or because he's an actor and he'll meet people and they'll say, oh, you know, would I have seen you in anything? And so mm. he was, you know, he's not a show off, but he's like, I know people will know The Office. He says, oh, I'm in, you know, I'm in an episode of The Office. And, and he said, because people then can't pretend they've seen it because they'll – you know, they, they, they can't bullshit because he's been in it and they, they, they then fess up to him. He says it happens a lot, a lot that people say, oh, I haven't actually seen it. And yeah. it's just like, obviously he can't then be like, what are you talking about? But I am. Uh, and he said, he said, no, you, you would be surprised how many people haven't seen The Office. And uh, yeah. I just, it, it's, it's rocked me. It's really rocked me. <laughs> um, because it I, does every time I hear it, it rocks me. It rocks me as well. I, I just, I was saying, it was sort of, so I was talking this over with him, and I said, it's just like, it's like that, particularly that first series, but actually the whole thing is like, it's, it's almost a perfect work of art. I completely get like, not particularly liking Ricky Gervais, finding him a bit annoying, like mm. he's never done, and and we'll never do anything that good ever again. And the extras, mm. well, I mean, I enjoyed extras, but it's like levels and levels below The Office. It's like, do people not realize like that The Office is almost a perfect work of art? It is just mm. incredible. And so I was saying to Bruce, it's like, it's it's the lowest rung of the genius ladder. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I get if you mm-hmm. if you can't be bothered climbing up the ladder to Shakespeare or even you know Bach or these kind of like whatever highbrow mm. things. I have no idea even what they are. But honestly, like the Office is on that ladder. It's the easiest, yeah. lowest rung of the ladder. You just have to put one little foot on, and it's it's enjoyable. It's just yeah. like please, it's ex- just experience genius. 
Hopefully, yeah, exactly. You know, like improve your life by watching it, isn't it? And um, and I think that thing of uh, the the cringe factor in it, um, which it was weird the way I th- I thought it was quite weird the way that that even the um, I don't really remember, but even the uh, continuity announcers when they were announcing it was coming next. Yeah. Um, if you like your comedy cringy like that, they were saying that about it yeah. as if it was like almost like a kind of warning mm. about. I mean, it, yeah, there was sort of cringe factor. It wasn't like massively cringe factor. Do you know what I mean? It was no. sort of like, and it was just funny. It's just funny. You know, if you like your if you like your comedy funny, then watch The Office. You know, you could have said that, <laughs> yeah. and that would be equally as true, um, and might have encouraged more people to watch it, so we wouldn't be in this dilemma. Exactly. Um, but then I totally agree with you with the genius thing. I think um, there are certain comedies, um, obviously certain sort of drama series as well, but I think particularly with comedy, when it gets that, it gets the two things going on, when you're rooting for some characters on an emotional level and then you're you really sort of just, just finding it so funny as well. Those yeah. two things happening together is just like, wow. Yeah. And that's what that does. And I think that... Um, I think I'd put like Alan Partridge, some of that mm. Alan Partridge stuff in there as well, like yeah. the way that... You know, that, that Travelodge one. Because, yeah. I mean, it just goes, people just, it's the kind of thing. <laughs> and I think Genius is like, uh, my mum said this once actually about, because um, she's sort of like big into English literature and stuff. And, uh-huh. like, um, and she was talking about, you know, the, the mark of a kind of um, amazing book really is, is when it sort, of, it sort of enters the cultural life of like, of a country or, mm. you know, of the world sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. and, the way that people kind of reference the office and reference Alan Partridge is is at that level, isn't it? Because yeah. people still now are sort of using it as like those touch points of, I mean, the high points definitely of sort of of television that people are just still having to kind of reference it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed the other day that um, mm. I was doing an Alan Partridge impression sort of for myself, but it was like, it was just really yeah. appropriate somehow. I think it was, I was like doing something really boring and menial, like putting towels away or something. And yeah. I actually said to myself, Oh, and yeah. that just fits in there. You know, it was just yeah. like, it, it was just, I don't yeah. know, it was just like, it was perfect and when, at the moment. So I suppose it's like something like, uh, say catch 22, you know, the book. Mm. Um, and that, um, is now a phrase that people sort of use. And I think it's the same thing, isn't it? When something has so much influence that people just like back reference. I did the same with Alan Partridge, like it stood on a spike (laughs) and like, it's like, anything, anything that happens to my feet. Do you know what I mean? Like if I stand yeah. or something, yeah. like a stand of a piece of Stan's Lego or something, <laughs> like it just comes out. Yeah. Just has to, oh, you know, yeah. it's just so funny. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Partridge yeah. is right up there. So what do we want to put in here? Is it like, because this is, is it annoying you then that people haven't seen it? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's odd, isn't it? It's, it's odd. odd is it annoying? I just, it's, yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. I I just feel like I don't know who they are, what what they mean. I don't know why they wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, and yeah. if it's just that they haven't got round to it, I, just, I just, again, I come back to the analogy. It's just like, oh no, you must try a piece of cake. Like it's delicious. Like with, yeah. with coffee or with tea. Like you you must yeah. try it, you know. Not, cake not cake mean, is great for yeah. you, you know. No, you have a piece. Just have uh, a piece. And have a piece is is half an hour long if that. Um, yeah. watch it tonight, you know, and, um, yeah, I think you'll find you really enjoy it. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, seize you know, seize the day. Watch it. Watch it immediately if you haven't seen it. Just kind of watch it. Yeah, immediately. Watch it now. Um, watch it on your phone now. Just do it. Yeah. Have a piece of cake. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. You know. Treat yourself. So I figure that if we put in not having seen the office, then everyone will just have seen it. They'll remember having seen it, and they'll their lives will just be better. It's actually a public service act. Because I think, yeah. you know what, I mean, I think I can handle someone saying I didn't really like it. Don't get me wrong, it really annoyed me. But at least I'd know that they had seen it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, let's get it in there. Yeah, I think it has to go in, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely in yeah. there. Oh, thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. That has that has helped. Yeah, really has no helped. worries. Oh. So um, have you got anything else? Well, yeah. you've got in your backpack. Well, um, the other thing I've got is um, Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, these things that kind of come up and it says recommended for you. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I keep getting these ones like recommended for me. And like in an earlier episode, we were talking about um, people who sort of recommend books for you. Mm. And, and I was saying like somebody recommended a book and it's all about <laughs> m- murder and sort of like, it's awful. Like about serial killers. Like, and they'd said like, you'll really like this. You know, you really, this will be your kind of thing. And I was like, what do they think of me? You know? And then, but on Twitter, I'm getting these recommended for you. And it's, it's all about like, it's about, I'm sorry to say that our father has just passed away. What? And you know, this, yeah, I'm getting all these things about like people <laughs> like dying, people I don't even know. And it's just really freaking me out. I'm getting, you're not getting this then, obviously. No, I mean, I get, I remember it once recommended that I follow Holly Willoughby. And I I was just like, "Um, I mean, I'm sure she's perfectly nice, but why? What have I looked at? You know? Um, I've worked with Holly. (laughs) Have you? You have. Directed. Oh, Holly. Holly Is she very very nice? She seems. She is really nice. She's. um, we did like a computer games program. She was present, presenting it and <laughs> okay. I was directing it. Yeah, I mean like Holly. And really nice. I'm so like, that would be fine. No, no, but listen, listen. I am sure Holly is nice. I'm very happy to have a chat with Holly, but I don't think we're on the level that I need to know what Holly's up to every day or what she's into. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, mm, you know. Um, so yeah. I, and I get, I get really odd ones. I do. I get really weird ones and it's just annoying. I also don't like the fact that Twitter has gone from, you know, just showing me who I follow to like far more doing, like showing me things, other people have like people I follow yeah. like this and that. It's just like, um, yeah. okay, but why am I seeing all these people that I don't even, yeah. don't even follow? Which it's random. It's like, and then, so quite a lot, I'm getting these death ones. I mean, what I haven't, I don't go on and read about people who, you know, it's not, there can't be, the algorithm's not saying, oh, look, he look he looks at people who've died a lot. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not a massive Twitter user, in fact. Um, so maybe, maybe it's just the algorithm kind of clutching at straws, you know what I mean? Like going, oh, everyone likes a bit of death, let's try this. Maybe it's going, um, maybe it's going, he used to look at this a bit more, but he doesn't really look at it anymore. I wonder if he's had some kind of personal tragedy that's meant he's, you know, he's a bit distracted. But here's the thing: like, if you've had, if you've had a personal tragedy, you don't want to read like loads more, like from other people. You're not like then maybe into tragic, like maybe, personal tragedy. Maybe you do that. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you want to connect. You know? Really? Yeah. Well, you, so you've had a death. 
No. Recent, like you've had a death in your family and you want to just hear about someone you've never heard of no. that they've had a death in their family as well. I mean, it's like... No. Because, um, um, so... But so you're not getting this. I'm, I'm not getting those ones, no. But I, I mean, I am getting an awful lot of irrelevant stuff that I don't want to see. Why am I getting sent things about death from Twitter? That, that is weird. Maybe you've been liking some COVID stuff. I haven't. Seriously. I haven't. What, That's the thing. what have you been liking? Can you remember some recent tweets that you've liked? I think I liked something about that Ed Byrne put up about like one of his old Edinburgh shows. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what it might be. They might think, "Oh, he's old." <laughs> if he liked, because Ed Byrne must be he's not that old. No, no, but he's about. He must be about fifty now. And if you remember his old Edinburgh shows. No, he's in his 40s. Is he? Yes. What's your yeah, guess? Yeah. What's your guess? Go on. Ed Byrne? Yeah. Um, I think he's probably 47. Yeah, I actually do as well, but I really hope he's 50. Let's have a look. <laughs> uh, he's 48. Uh, he's 48. Wow. I was quite good with that. He went to the University of Strathclyde. Hmm. Wow. That's good. There you go. <laughs> um, Ed Rabby Byrne. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Well done. <laughs> um, but maybe it is that, you know. Maybe it is that. Oh. They're like any Twitter user over 40 will send them like death stuff. Bloody hell. I mean, it's almost death threats, isn't it? It's like yeah, uh, just, just reminders of death, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Memento mori. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> Um, well, you know, can we put in, can we put in just like, if, if it's annoying you as well, in terms of it's random stuff that you, hmm. you know, you think, why, why am I getting this? Surely we can put this, well, this can in. Can you be specific? Like, what are you, what, what do you want to put in? I want to put in these Twitter alerts that I'm getting recommended for you. And then that's so far removed, whatever it is, it doesn't have to necessarily be death, but. Whatever it is, it's so far removed with anything that I would actually like to see. Um, mm. I want to put all that in. Nah. What? No, I don't think you should. I think in that case, you shouldn't really be on Twitter. But you've just told <laughs> it's happening to you and you hate it as well. Come on. Listen. Come on. I think this is a little bit frivolous. For living room one hundred and one, which is very serious, you know, we've got to, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, and I just don't think this one merits it. I think just scroll, what? scroll on past. It's a scrolly thing, you know. It's, it's, you know, they're big, they're big misses, big swing and a miss. But you know, just scroll on past. Can't believe this! I can't believe this. Mm, yeah, you've got to put this one in. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what are you reading? Please, Why are you reading please. them? Why are you reading them? Well, because I thought it might be something like, you know, I thought it might be a gem, it might be a, a nugget. Mm, no, no, I'm just not convinced that it's worth my time as a judge to go put, do the paperwork, you know, get that properly in with no leaks. We've had a few leaks recently, like at the moment, for, for a Living Room 101 judge, you've got to be sure. And I, I'm just not entirely convinced by that, you know. Okay. I think it's okay. like you, you, you just... Either, you know, you just you just come off. You're just like, okay, uh, you know, I, I don't want the lows, so I'm going to have to miss out on the highs. Or you just accept that's the nature of the beast. 
All right, Chris. Well, here's the thing. Um, let me remind you that we're in the maelstrom of the aftermath of the American election at the moment, yeah? Mm. Um, and there's all sorts of shenanigans in terms of, you know, legal challenges to to this fundamental mm. decision that's happened, a democratic decision, <laughs> yeah? And it's going into the... the, the um, the legal sphere with with judges carrying a huge amount of responsibility. Mm. So um, mm. you're a Michigan judge, yeah. You put pressure on um, from from Republicans and Trump and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly what's, threat um, threat of you losing your job. What's um, my name? Eh? What's my name? Um, judge Judge Branston. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I said it. Okay. Okay. Judge, and, um, Judge Richard Branston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Richard Branston, Dicky to his friends. Yeah. And, um, but not but, um, in the courtroom. No. Well, never in the... No, of course not. But the um, the thing is, this is a moment in time. This is your opportunity to make the right decision, yeah? Yeah. Um, Judge Branston. And, like, mm. you're... You know, and, and a lot of people, the, the eyes of the world really are on you mm. you know are you gonna are you gonna um succumb to this this pressure possibly lose your job you know mm-hmm. or are you gonna you know take the um higher ground and and you know respect democracy and mm-hmm. make the right decision mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i just want to give you this not be pre- not be pressured by my peers yeah into making yeah. a decision i'm not happy with be true to my own conscience you're, That's pre- what you're yeah, saying yeah. No, you're presented oh. with a very clear-cut case of, you know, this is a clear thing that has annoyed me. Um, you've you've totally admitted yourself that it's An- annoying annoyed you. you getting, annoyed you in the way that Trump getting these things. Trump's and annoyed. You're still, well, no. So you've I'm come to me at the court. No, I'm just saying that it's clear. It's clear that it's annoyed you as well, and it's clear that it's annoyed me. And so I think we're hmm. unanimous in that decision. And yet, and yet, um, you've taken this decision not to put it in um <laughs> yeah seemingly seemingly going against yeah. um the very clear cut of it being just really really annoying um and i'm just listen, questioning listen questioning the decision making judge now. richard branston is a republican i think you know that mm-hmm. and he's annoyed he's annoyed he thinks trump's done a done a good job if you can believe that i mean i i don't know if you can and um he's annoyed but it's it is a clear cut case. He is not going to be pressured by the Republican Party, by the president, who I'm telling you, he's he's called him personally, and he's just he's just not not letting it pass in his courtroom. You know what I mean? And um, I've got to do the same. I can't be pressured because you're annoyed, like your hero Donald Trump is annoyed. You know? But I, I, I see I see myself more as Biden here, who's just presented. A very, you know, um, straight down the line, um, this is, you know, this is a clear-cut decision. This is what we need to do in this country. And um, I'm putting it, I'm just putting it out there to the judge, sort of saying, you know, surely you agree with me. Judge has agreed. Um, <laughs> and yet, and yet, um, seems to be going against democracy, really. Mm. The people have spoken, the people have spoken. No, no, judges no. to something different. Classic populist tactics. You're saying the people have spoken when in fact what's happened is a person has spoken, you know? Well, in the metaphor, the people have spoken because it's me and you finding it annoying. <laughs> 
Well, you know, the judge a judge is allowed to change his mind. In fact, he if he's, well, no, if he's no, listen, if he <laughs> is honest, intellectually mm. honest, he he's he he will change his mind, you know. Mm. Judge so, Richard Branston says mm. no entry into Living Room 101 for these tweets that you don't like. Okay. Even though when Judge Richard Branston isn't a judge and is just, you know, a member of the public, he yeah. entirely agrees with with Joe Biden's case. What Judge Richard says at a dinner party with Joe isn't really relevant, you know? It, he's got to be entirely impartial in the courtroom. Well, it's not impartiality, which is, is what we're seeing. We're seeing a very partial decision. No, and, no, um, no, no. He's, he, well, I think it bodes really badly for the future of um, democracy and, you know, the free world generally. Mm, oh dear yeah i'm sure trump does too i'm sure a lot of republicans do at the moment you know mm. well <laughs> bitterly disappointed is all i can say and i'm really really worried about what's going to happen next week now really well because uh, if, if that can happen on this show then anything's mm. possible isn't it? Mm. well it is that's why you've got to guard against you know bad bad stuff going down so I've still got to read these bloody things saying like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry to inform Don't look at Twitter that everyone. much. Mm. I don't look at read, it that much. That's your, the whole thing. Read your Living Room 101's world-famous spin-off show, um, the world-famous book club book okay. instead. And on that note, we should probably end it, Chris. Um, yeah. But the book club is coming, isn't it? Yeah, The Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. Have you read it yet? Not you. Oh, that was like a direct address to the listener. Yeah, you don't <laughs> like that, do you? Well, I think it's presumptuous. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> um, Chris, we should end it. Okay, all right then. What do you think? All right. Still reeling from that decision at the end there, but never mind. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Bye-bye now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say, okay, bye.